And now, back to the Mike Calter Show on 102.5 The Bone. Two find the bone. It is the Mike Kelta show. It is uh, Galvin, Carmen, Spanish, all in studio. Gio uh, at his home base on Tatooine. Half half in uh, Bone TV. I feel like I should be there with you guys. Well, are you allowed to? I, I don't know what the rules are. <laughs> Pretty sure you're allowed to. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't yeah. know because I know a Super Bowl, you guys had to be quarantined because of Radio Row, but then you were over at Mike's. I didn't know whether you were going to be in here today or how that was going to work. By the way, real quick, Gio, speaking of Tatooine, uh, did I send it to you? And you probably may have already known, but did you see where Darth Maul, the guy Ray Park, right? Ray That's Park, right, yeah. Had tweeted out a picture of his head stuff with the horns. And uh, he uh, just put a picture out and then put where the location was Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I he's gonna, he's going to be in the new yeah. Obi Wan uh, series. Like I said, if you remember, he got kind of canceled by Disney because he tweeted out a yeah. picture of his girlfriend, you know, doing stuff. Yeah, to him. Yeah, servicing his lightsaber. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's why I think Gino Carano would definitely be back. Well, it's interesting. Because uh, Gio had sent me a story. So uh, Ariel Hawani, who does a lot of MMA stuff and has for a long time, and uh, Dana White does not particularly care for. I don't know what. Do you know what their beginning initial beef is? Gio? I don't know. the. Well, they've had a couple different times where, uh, you know, Dana White feels that uh, Ariel Hawani would instigate things with fighters. Like he would say things specifically to piss them off in press conferences to get reactions. Right. So I know at one point... Uh, UFC pulled his credentials completely yeah. wouldn't let him come to the fights wow. anymore because Dana, they, they got a long history going back how Dana feels he's an instigator and he's always trying to, you know, get fighters riled up by asking them questions that he knows is going to set them off and just to get, you know, a sound bite or to get them all freaked out. So one of, that. one of the uh, reporters asked uh, Dana White at the press conference said, what are your thoughts on Gina Carano and, you know, what's going on with her. And he goes, you know, people make mistakes. He goes, uh, should she be canceled for that? I don't know. You know, whatever. But obviously people make mistakes and say stuff that they should have said. He goes, but uh, Ariel Hawani for him, you know, making it all about him because Ariel is Jewish and the comments were about Nazi and the concentration camps and all that stuff. Uh, he goes, he's such a douche, <laughs> which Dana White is, you know, outspoken all the time. So we'll see what leads to leads from there. I'm pretty sure he's called him worse in the past. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Gina Carano. Who knows? Well, now she, did you see her new project that she's got going on? Something with Ben Shapiro. Well, is that real? Yeah, he's hell. It's not with him, but I guess Daily Wire, that company, uh-huh. is funding a uh, movie project that she's doing. Oh, boy. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what... Uh, what what she's going to do. You know what's funny is up until this point, I remember seeing stuff about canceling her and the hashtag yeah. and stuff. Before this comment that she made, I didn't really know that she was pro-Trump and was making, was she making a lot of pro-Trump stuff? I think she's 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 definitely conservative. I don't know if she's pro-Trump, but she's definitely pro-free uh, speech and all that. So when they came down on him with banning him on Twitter, mm-hmm. she got real outspoken about that. Because the article I read said that she was uh, also saying the stuff that he was saying about the uh, tampering with the voting and all that stuff. That she was, was. She baseless definitely was. Or whatever. I, I don't know. Who? Yeah. Jesus. Who cares? I know. Uh, I, you know I, I, like, I get it if you're upset with her for that comment, for the uh, Nazi stuff, whatever. I totally understand that. And if that's something that makes you upset, I get that. Uh, I, I never have cared much about anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know me what I mean? Either. Like, I, I'm, I'm very much separating the artist from yeah, the art. Agreed. The only thing that I really, really care about with this whole Gina Carano thing is I saw it was trending... Uh, for her to, there were a lot of guys were asking her to join OnlyFans. Oh, I, I support that very much. I would yeah. pay a hundred dollars for OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, although I got to tell you, I cannot watch Seinfeld without thinking Kramer is in a busted and yell the N word. <laughs> yeah. I, every time, yeah. I could, I could recite Seinfeld word for word every episode, but for some reason it scares me every time he pops in. <laughs> yeah. I think he's in a yell the N word. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. So weird. All right, let's get into uh, news right now. 
Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. Don't forget, Dominic Ferriello, our attorney, your attorney, who is now doing family law. Back to doing Ooh. some family law as well. Uh, he will be on the show coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. So if you have some legal questions, uh, not right now, but uh, a little bit later, you can call in 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Ask the Dom will be on in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, right now, news is sponsored by Pelt Shoes. If you have not heard, February is National Heart Health Awareness Month. So every weekend in February, all seven Pelts locations will host events to advocate healthy living. While you're in there, of course, they'll have their Pelt Shoe experts out there to help you find the perfect athletic shoe for you. Make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Get 10% off your entire purchase. While you're in there, enter to win a $500 Pelt Shoe gift certificate and look for the Celtic Cruise poster. I know everything is getting canceled, but we will eventually return to the seas triumphantly. So look for that poster and uh, scan the QR code. You can be entered to win a free cabin on the next Celtic Cruise. Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit. So we start out with some sad news. The Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office said that the uh, said 38-year-old former Tampa Bay Buccaneer wide receiver uh, Vincent Jackson was found dead Monday at Homewood Suites on Palm River Road in Brandon. According to the news release from the HCSO, Jackson had been staying at the hotel since January 11th. A hotel housekeeper found his body. They said that his uh, family had reported him missing on February 11th. Deputies located Jackson at the hotel, spoke with him, and then canceled the missing persons case. Uh, Investigators say there are no apparent signs of trauma, and the medical examiner's office will determine Jackson's cause of death. This is really sad because not only was he a great player for the Bucs, but also did a lot for the community and was involved in a lot of things. Uh, we've all met him numerous times with different charity stuff that we've done through the station and seemed like a really nice guy. And I have no idea what happened. No reason to speculate what happened. But uh, 38 years old, found dead in the uh, hotel there. Incredibly shocking. I, I, When I first got the notification, I was like, this can't be the Vincent Jackson that I'm thinking of. Right. And then I read the article and I was like, Mama Mia, first of all, I didn't even realize he was living in a hotel and not only that, but, they, you know, they didn't say what the cause of death was. It makes it seem like he just dropped dead, you know. Who knows? Freaks yeah. me out. Uh, the medical examiner office will determine the cause of death. But, yeah, there's so many, you know, you could sit there and speculate for yeah. hours on who knows what. But that's really sad for him. I just uh, hope it wasn't painful no matter now, what it was. Did yeah. he have any children? That yeah. He did? did? Okay. Yeah. Because I'm looking at his, like, the Google search, and it doesn't mention children. It does mention his wife, though. Yeah, I think I saw a uh, thing from uh, Sheriff Chronister that said, uh, you know, that his family, you know, wants people to respect their uh, privacy right now, the wife and his wife and family. So, but uh, Gio, you say he did have kids? Gio there, did he drop out? Uh Uh-oh. They're now back. Sorry. Oh, okay. oh, there it is. So he did have kids? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. That's really sad. Yeah. Uh, the thing I was talking about earlier, by the way, is this uh, story had broke in about, I don't know, five, six hours later. <laughs> Carmen group text us all that Vincent Jackson was dead. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. Did you hear Biden's president? Uh, that, that was a good one. Then I think Gio said another one. That was good. Jo- Joe showed me he made a, uh, he was proud of his little meme that he made of Abraham Lincoln winning the election. Gio <laughs> 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 uh, said Alex Trebek died. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Carmen. Love you, Carmen. What? Are you not listening to the show? Yeah, I am. I'm listen. <laughs> no, well, no one put it in there. And no, I feel I know. like something yeah. that would be in the group chat. So, like when I I was taking a nap and I got the text alert on my phone from yeah. the news source. So when I saw it, I was like, I went and read the story, went and checked a couple other places, and I didn't see it anywhere mm-hmm. else. Yeah. So then I was you tried like, to do a good uh, thing. Well, I was just like, all right. So I guess no one saw this yet, maybe, and then everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny me. because I always try. You know, if there's breaking news, whatever, but I'll usually send it to Mike and I go, you probably already saw yeah. this. I qualify. Uh, by the way, I'm getting a uh, text telling me that he had three kids. 
Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, three kids. That's sad. So I'm sure we'll find out here in the days to come. But that's very sad because, like I said, he did a lot for the community and seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah. And uh, for him to die at 38 years old oh, is so terrible. Young, yeah. yeah, you don't really find, I don't think you find anybody that has a bad word to say about the guy. Right. right. Not even, not even just as a player, a teammate, you see like all the players coming out, but also all the stuff that he did in the community. He was like one of the go-to, as far as local celebrities, never turning down a, a community charity event or appearance or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always out at the, the Bone Toy Drives almost every year. And stuff. Yeah. Such a bummer, man. Uh, three people were killed and at least 10 were injured in uh, multiple homes were damaged and destroyed when a tornado touched down in southern Brunswick County in uh, North Carolina. Now, Mike is in South Carolina, right? Yes. So he's safe. Okay, so this yeah. was North Carolina. Uh, Spanish and I were talking about this, and you made a good point. A tornado may be the worst way to die. Because that's got to so. be so much panic Ugh. and just chaos going on. And then, and, you know. And then, pain, I mean, pain, talk about pain. If you get sucked up, I imagine just going to rip your limbs off. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because you've, you've seen cars stuck uh, into buildings yeah. and stuff. Like, if it can lift a car and stick it into a concrete building, <laughs> it could easily uh, whip you around into trees or who knows it what. It would be kind of cool for, like, <laughs> five seconds, Whee! you know? Yeah, you're well, like, yeah! Well, no, so you would actually die from the other uh, materials. Debris. And other, yeah, the other things that are actually in the tornado, like trees, like the other stuff that it picks up. Uh, like getting impaled or something? Yeah. That's how you would die. Have you ever been out in a hurricane? Now, a hurricane is more just a mass wind, where a tornado, obviously, you know, is, and it's so random where that goes and stuff. But uh, I've been out in like hurricane force winds where you're not really supposed to be out there just to see what it was like. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it's a little fun. A little fun, but also a little scary where you could easily be taken (laughs) away. My brother Tim and I went out after the hurricane. We were doing something, I don't know, but we were in his truck, and a cop stopped us, and he goes, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're looking around. And he goes, get back inside, idiot. We were those idiots yeah. that were just driving around. Just wanted, uh, just wanted to just see. Stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deal. I, I, listen, I get it. I was an idiot. That was my fault. Uh, uh, listen to this story. Back in 2009, a 14-year-old kid named Vincent Richardson managed to successfully pose as a Chicago cop. He did such a good job. 14-year-old kid did such a good job that he was assigned to a five-hour shift and even made an arrest before the police figured him out. What? Yeah. So now this guy is 26 years old. Guess what he's just busted again doing? Impersonating the cop. What? He is accused of posing as a Chicago police sergeant three times over the past month. He helped with traffic control, performed a traffic stop and search, and helped other officers search for the source of gunshots. He's been charged with three counts of impersonating an officer in between when he posed as a cop at age 14 and now at 26. He's also been busted two other times for doing it, oh. once when he was 19 and once when he was 21. Uh, we have a, there is his picture right there. That guy's got problems. Like that's right. Something's I mean, going. On. Just become a cop. Does he have problems, or is he like the thirtieth line of cops from a family of cops? It's just in his blood, and he just needs to go out on the beat. Okay, but become an actual cop right. because if you've been doing this since you were fourteen years old, let's say you actually went through the academy and became a police officer at twenty years old. The guy's now twenty. He'd be six years on the job. Uh, this. Seriously, though, where do you even get the gear to confuse other police officers that you're a cop? Right. And don't you have to know? I mean, this is from Law and Order, so I don't know. But they have, like, the color of the day. You know, so if somebody's undercover, they'll be like, what's the color of the day? It's yellow. So they know that's the code. They know that they're an actual undercover cop or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, you could buy all that stuff off of eBay or buy. Oh, yeah, I guess you could. Just go to the uniform shop, like Catch Me If You Can did, (laughs) and get the different stuff. But, yeah, the fact that that makes it a little scary, too, that other cops don't even notice a 14-year-old kid that's pretending to be a cop. You're like, shouldn't you guys notice that? Isn't that your job to pay attention to stuff? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Unbelievable. But, you, you know, then again. Who thinks is that kid? Is that like a fourteen-year-old kid just pretending to be a cop? Yeah. No, nobody would do that. Nobody, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or do they need so much help in Chicago that they're like, "Yep, if you civilian dressing up, just come on in." You got your own gun? Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so most of the U.S. is covered in snow right now. I guess it's cold up in North Florida too. Uh, it's going to get a little bit colder this week. I think it's supposed to be in the fifties. Uh, Very excited. Nights. 
Uh, yeah, I like uh, 50s a little much. <laughs> yeah. S- 60s. Like right now, I think it's like a 63 or oh, something. Perfect. But yeah, it's yeah. much better. 50s a little, a little, <laughs> a little too much. chilly. But uh, in Europe, they're covered in snow right now, too. And on Saturday, a guy in Ukraine was angry that his road was not cleared yet. So he decided to get it cleared for himself by confessing to murder. <laughs> he called the cops, uh, said that he had stabbed his mom's boyfriend in the chest and wanted to turn himself in. But he said, hey, make sure you bring a plow because there's no way in or out. So you're going to have to plow the road to get to me. Well, they ended up getting uh, there in an SUV, brought a plow, did the whole thing. Uh, it actually did work. Uh, but uh, when they showed up, the mom's boyfriend was totally fine. The Turned out the guy actually... The roads had been plowed the day earlier, but he just didn't think they did a very good job. Awesome. But here's the thing is he uh, it doesn't sound like he's facing any jail time. Apparently in Ukraine, (laughs) you can say that you committed murder and they don't get that mad at you. He's actually going to get probably just a small fine for reporting a false report. You know how much it is? They said it's about five dollars American. Oh, that's awesome! What? Yeah, 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 like five bucks. You said you murdered someone. Give yeah. us five bucks. Okay. In, you can't, in Ukraine, they got bigger problems. Yeah. About you. Yes. Hello. Having, I just having murdered lived someone. In, <laughs> having lived in Florida my whole life, I can't imagine what it's like to be snowed in somewhere where you can't leave because you can't drive your car it sucks. or get anywhere. I, I can't even imagine what that's like. I assume kind of like a hurricane. Yeah. yeah, well, Carmen, you know, being from Michigan and myself being from uh, outside Chicago, so I'll go old school on you. Tell you about the blizzard of 1979. <laughs> <laughs> so 1979, I was eight years old, and there was a blizzard, and it was unbelievable. So we had a two-story English Tudor house. So the garage and then the house has two stories there. So the garage is one story. It was up over our garage. Nope. Okay? So we were going out on the roof and uh, sledding off the garage. It was a blast as a kid, but I couldn't imagine trying to go to work or do anything like that. I mean, I'm sure, Carmen, you had it a million times where you had to go somewhere or whatever, and you have to try and scrape ice off, and you spend 20 minutes out there, and you get enough for just your eyes to be able to (laughs) see out the window. It is the worst. Oh, I learned early on, instead of scraping my car, I would just uh, immediately, when I would wake up, I would go outside, turn my car on, and just let it run for a half hour while I got ready. That's yeah. how, that's and, what I was going to ask because it takes about a half hour. Well, I mean, not that long, but it's like that's what I would I would just go out there, turn it on, get ready for school. But it, also it, think about this. I mean, you have it's not just some frost on the windshield. It is ice. an inch thick of ice, you know, that you have to kind of scrape through and get through and you don't want to crack the windshield yeah. and everything. Whenever I moved from Illinois to Florida, I gave my dad my ice scraper. I, really? I, I never <laughs> want this back. No, I never want this back. <laughs> But when you're a kid and you have snowmobiles, it's a blast. I mean, that was fun. You wake up and there's a ton of snow. You're like, yes. As soon as I had to start working, I'm like, I'm moving out of here. I hate snow. It's the worst ever. Do you In a blizzard, do you normally still have power or do you lose no, power? Can, power can go out. Oh, I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like a hurricane. Sometimes you have power, sometimes, sometimes you don't. You know, oh. But yeah, that absolutely can knock the power out because the snow and the wines. Yeah. And it no out. matter where you go, you almost have to double the amount of commute time. Like if you have oh, someplace yeah. that would be like an hour, you have to leave at least two and a half hours early. Oh. Because- so you, know, so you know how people in Florida can't drive in the rain like yeah. they freak out if there's rain they're like ah imagine that times a hundred because yeah. i mean it really is unbelievable conditions you'll be driving and your car will just start turning oh. spinning. Yeah. i remember doing that i was on a road it was 38 and it's a back road and it's all like cornfields on either side and it's kind of a just country road but it was uh parallel with the main road that was there 64 but this didn't have as much traffic so i would take that a lot and i remember one time it was snowing so bad that the snow that was coming towards me looked like I was going through the galaxy in the Millennium Falcon. What? Yeah, and it, it like <laughs> you get like snow blind and it hypnotizes you. It's really weird. But I'm driving and you can feel that your tires just aren't touching asphalt. They're just Whoa. touching snow and ice. So you're going, and I was maybe going 30 miles per hour when the speed limit was like 55. Yep. You know, nobody else, just black, black, nobody else out there, just my light showing snow. And then all of a sudden I just started going, Ooh, turning, turning, and I spun around like three times. I just took my foot off the gas, spun around like three times. Luckily, didn't go off the road, and then just looked around and went, 
All right, got oh. <laughs> backed up and started going again. The scariest oh. thing is when you're driving and you can't see the road, you can't see the lines, and no one's out there. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you see a car coming at you, and you don't know if they're on your side of the road or oh. if you're on their side of the road or yeah. if you guys are both just driving in the middle. <laughs> right. You Dude. have no idea. Yeah. You, it's like the you get a heart attack. Yeah, okay. It's pretty freaky. It's pretty scary. Have you never been in snow? No, I've been in snow, but not. I went skiing every year with my family. So okay, so you didn't have public to. transit. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know. And Gio, you've never have you ever actually been in snow or you've never even seen snow? I've been in snow, but I was a, a kid, so I yeah. never had to drive in it or do yeah. anything adult in it. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty no. crazy. And of course, I have to tell this story. So kids in snow, it's a blast. It's so much fun. And especially having snowmobiles. We used to go what what dicks we were, man. <laughs> it, it just unbelievable. We used to go to the road on our snowmobiles, and like I said, it was all cornfields. Where I grew up, you know, there was neighborhoods, but a lot of cornfields by the roads. So cornfields in the uh, wintertime with all the snow, that's just open fields that you can just drive your snowmobiles through. And it's a blast. And we'd pull up to the road and whip snowballs at cars. What are they going to do? There's nothing they can do. Yeah. They can't come. What are you going to come after us and get us? <laughs> Except for a guy in a Bronco who tried and got about 10 feet in and then was just buried. And we just started circling <laughs> oh him with God. our snowmobiles laughing. And he's like, I'm going to kill you. And we're like, eh, try and catch us, nerd. It's not going to happen. Oh, could you imagine? You. I would want to kill those kids. For I would sure. want to kill myself as a kid if I saw that happen. <laughs> Unbelievable. Jerk. Yeah, oh, yeah. Total, total jerk. Total jerk. That's so much fun. Uh, a guy in the U.K. was going under the speed limit when he drove past some speed trap cameras last year, and he celebrated by flipping off the cameras. He was like, ah, you didn't get me. But they got him because he just got a ticket in the mail for not having proper control of his vehicle oh. because his hands were off the wheel. Awesome. Uh, the fine, apparently, so Ukraine, it's only like five bucks to say that you murdered somebody, but in the UK, it's a lot more because he could be facing up to $1,400. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, for a fine for that. Yeah. Do they do that here? Because I flipped off a lot of red light cameras. <laughs> I don't know, but I got to stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's scary. I didn't know you could get, I mean, I guess you could get in trouble for cursing at a cop but i even that Can is you? like i don't know i mean I, I don't know whether that's a thing. i've always just assumed you know don't flip the bird to a police officer because you'll get in tr they'll find something yeah they'll they'd be able to hassle you and yeah. be like oh well let me check your yeah. this and that whatever oh, yeah it's is a, this your heroin right what? right it's a bad idea to begin with but are you really going to get in trouble like if you took it to court we'll have to ask dom and see what the, yeah yeah, because I you yell at a police officer. I mean, I've seen it. I've That's seen true, it. Yeah. You see those guys that are, you know, I'm a sovereign citizen, oh, whatever, I and them. I don't need a driver's license. I'm traveling in this vehicle. Uh, I'm not, you know. Uh, but they, I hear them all the time, just yelling at the cops, and I'm like, dude, they have a gun right there on their. I know. Hip. Why? <laughs> why even try it? You yeah. Know? And and cops have enough to deal with without right. you hassling them and doing stuff. Also, you never know who's having a bad day. You know what I mean? You don't want to find out that way. You don't want to give the guy who has access to handcuffs and pepper spray and a gun and a jail, everything, a hard time. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's not saying that cops would do that just because they do it, but you never know. You never know. You never know. Uh, a 51-year-old woman in Indiana just learned that she has a twin. I always find this very interesting when people find out that they have a twin that they didn't know and they always felt like they had a twin oh. or something. But this is really interesting. So she's 51 from Indiana. She found out she had a twin and it's a guy that she went to high school with. What? Who lived just two blocks away from her. Oh, my God. That's so weird. Their entire life, they were twins. They didn't know it. Uh, they were adopted separately at birth and then wound up out of all the places in the world that they could go, they wound up two blocks from each other in Indiana. Well, and my thing is, is think about this, because they went to high school together, and you've heard of, like, the mutual attraction with, like, parents and their children, or yeah. either yeah. siblings and stuff like that. Yeah, or cousins. That's not weird. Or cousins. <laughs> so very weird. Or Gio's sister. <laughs> but how crazy Easy. would have that would have been if they went to school together, ended up hooking up, and then years later, finding out that they were twins. Oh, well, yeah. Out of my brain, Carmen, because like, that was the first thing that, when you said they went to high school, I was like, imagine if you banged yes. your sister. Oh. And then at 51, she's like, hey, Bruce. Right. We're blood. We're twins. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah, something happens where they have to take a blood test or whatever it is, and they're like, oh, we're both, you know, 
this or whatever it is, but they or find out the job. Oh, they do a 23 and me. Oh, my yeah. God. They do a 23 and me. Susan, they, you didn't... remember? If they didn't know that they were brother and sister, it's not. Still messed up. <laughs> no. I mean, it's not that bad. No. I mean, I'm kind of with you, Gio, except imagine that. Like, you have, like, a fling. Like, let's say you date for a month, and then you never speak again. You go throughout your lives, and then at 51, you get a phone call, and you're like, oh, it's Sharon. I remember we used to bang in high school, and she's like, Hey, by the way, we're twins. Yeah. Uh, What if they were like, uh, Bruce, whatever happened to that Sharon girl? And he goes, I don't know. We made out and it was kind of like kissing my sister. (laughs) (laughs) Well, interesting you say that. (laughs) Do you tell, if you, like, if you find out that you had sex with your sister, do you tell people? I think I would probably tell people. Tell people? Probably not. No. Like, I would tell you guys for sure. I'd be like, don't say it on air, but I totally boned my sister and I had no idea. You, I feel like you would be like, also, you would tell your sister, you'd be like, hey, we can't tell other people, but we're totally doing this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, You're my sister. You're my sister. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. There was another one I saw and it was, uh, uh, you know, obviously that uh, three identical strangers. That's the craziest thing. Which is a really interesting documentary. If you watch that three identical strangers is a really interesting thing. But there was another show that I saw that was talking about twins and there was these two guys and they were kind of. Heavy set guys, mustache. These guys were identical twins, though. These people were just separated at birth. They were twins, but they weren't identical. But these two guys were identical, and they found out because one was Brian, one was Steve. And they would go up to Steve and be like, hey, Brian, blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, I'm not Brian. My name's not Brian. I'm Steve. And they're like, oh, you look so much like my friend Brian, you know, whatever. And to the point where both of them got it so much. They wound up meeting each other, and they were identical, and they were like, "Holy crap!" And they lived in the same town. That's so well, crazy. Yeah. It was his. It was the first brother's best friend because they went different years to the college. No no, 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 no. You're talking about three identical strangers. Yeah, yeah. This was a different story. Oh, okay. Three identical strangers was yeah. There was one where the guy went to college, and they were like, the guy was like Eddie, 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 and he's like, I'm yeah. not Eddie, and he goes, You look so much like my friend Eddie, and then he went up and met Eddie, Took and him. he said he opened the door, and he goes, It was like looking into a mirror. That because the guys weird. look so much like him. And then, of course, there turns out to be another one. And then oh. there's an even bigger twist in there that you'll see yeah. if you watch the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, anybody uh, have twins in their family? Yes. Yes. Oh, really? I have two sets of twins, yeah. Really? Yeah. My, uh, my niece is my brother. He's got two twins. Interesting. I don't yeah, have any Identical, twins. too. My I was cousin. friends with twins, though. I was friends with Don and Denise, who were uh, both... Hot names. They were pretty, and their father invented the uh, beeper timer for McDonald's for the fries. Yeah. So, yeah, they were very rich. They were very rich. They lived in a really nice... Did they have McDonald's in their own house? Uh, no, but they oh. did have uh, huge tennis courts and pool oh. and all this stuff, and it was gated house. Yes. I mean, they were loaded. And then Corey and Carrie, who were f- twins, female, that looked like they were out of, like, a 50s pinup, and they were in my junior high oh we all were walking around in junior high 12 13 years old they looked like they were 38 Um, it was unbelievable yeah it was so weird like i was like did they get held back (laughs) for a long time they live next to a power plant what's happening did they just wake up from like a 20-year nap or something what i don't know what's going on they were they were super hot and super cool i was friends with both of them i that was good times what was corey and what was the other corey and carrie and then don and denise Which, you know, you're twins, so they have to name you with the same... Of course, yeah. Uh, This is interesting. If you're a uh, fan of serial killers, well, at least in the movies, the home of serial killer Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs uh, sold a few weeks ago. The house is in Periopolis, Pennsylvania, and the new owner plans to turn the home into a bed and breakfast, which means you could spend the night where uh, Clarice Starling finally caught Buffalo Bill. I would only... Spoiler, by the way. I would only <laughs> stay there if you get to stay in, like, the the hole that he dug. Oh, yeah. You know, like, that was your bedroom. You had to climb out yeah. every morning. Uh, That'd be cool. And then you have to put lotion on your skin. Yeah. yeah. Are you into horror movies? I know a couple of horror movie buffs that would love stuff like this. Well, that is more like a psychological thriller, I but guess, I guess yeah. it is uh, horror. I, I don't know what you would call that. That's it's good, horror. Though, right? No, I think you're I like, right, Galvin, yeah. I, I hate horror. I hate being scared, and I like that movie. Yeah, that's yeah. a psychological thriller. Right. I like those. I, I like, like those. I I was. I think I told you guys a couple weeks ago, Joe's got me on a, uh, a B-movie horror kick yeah. with like a bunch of the old 80s movies where it's all like the practical effects. Some of them are pretty terrifying with like the puppets and stuff they used to make. 
it's funny because I watched Poltergeist not too long ago. We were watching like classic different movies, and my son had never seen Poltergeist. So I'm like, all right, let's watch Poltergeist. I remember it being, it was terrible. It is terrible. It was terrible, and there was yeah. a scene where the guy is looking in the mirror and starts peeling Peel his face, yeah. and it is so fake. <laughs> like, I literally right now could go to Joanne Fabric and, and make, make better stuff than what they, it was so fake uh, to the point where I think they put a fake head on top of his head. So it was super tall. And he's like, <laughs> and picking his face. I was like, I do not remember this uh, being this bad. I, I feel I, like the, um, the old Freddy and Jason movies, those all hold up pretty good because like that's more, 13th, yeah. I gotta be honest with you. That's more suspense. And slasher, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, where you're right. It's scary. And you know, you're putting a machete through somebody that's kind of easy to fake Yeah, where some of the other stuff, where it's that jump thing, and there's a cat, and you're like, oh, uh. oh, that kind of is only cat. <laughs> nah, and then that's a real monster. Yeah. You know, that's how it gets you. But a lot of times I see these movies, and I'm like, eh, it's a little kid. I'd hit it with a shovel. That's the thing. You just kick it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> totally kick uh, it. I saw The Exorcist the other day, the old one. I got to tell you, that still scares me. So I was, I thought it was going to scare me, and I did not. It's lost its shine. Even whenever she walks down backwards down yeah. the stairs and does that thing? I know. No? Yeah, because that's yeah. what I was, because I was expecting that, you know, that fright feeling. Right. But I, I lost it. I lost, it's lost its shine for me. I I like suspense and I like a good twist. Whenever something happens, you're like, I did not see that coming at all. Yeah, that's great. Rarely does that happen. You're I, not yeah. only do I agree, but I I was talking to Joe about it. That in my opinion, there really hasn't been like a good horror movie in a very long time. One that I was like, whoa, I cannot watch that for a while. Uh, suspense stuff. Um, you know, obviously Jaws, we know where they didn't want to show Jaws too Great much. Movie. It was more about, you know, where is he and the whole thing. I thought Signs did a really good job with they Mel did. Gibson and Walking Phoenix. It's M. Night Shyamalan who, uh, uh, the way they did it, because they really didn't show the alien until like the very last part you see part of it, whatever. But it was the suspense, the yeah, building the build that up, up, I thought was really good. Yeah, I like Signs. I- I do know a, a good movie about a, a bunch of zombies that take over a radio station. Stop it. <laughs> it's, it's something you don't want to watch. It's uh, a horror. Is there a guy that has a bus with really big eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, my God. Uh, does your phone autocorrect the F word? I hate it. To and duck. it says duck. Every time. Well, yeah. Spanish, there's two ways to fix that. Really? Yeah. So you can either enter the F word as one of your contacts in your address book. Okay. Okay. Do that. Or you can go into your keyboard settings and tell it to always replace the F word with the F word. Okay. All right. So it'll replace it. So you can either save it as, you know, a contact or you can do it that that way. Uh, On the iPhones, it's called text replacement. And then on Androids, it's called personal dictionary. So So you can do that. What's you can that? also do that as like a prank that I've done before in the past. I did it to my mom where you can go in there and like change the. So every time they type the, it'll do, <laughs> like say poop instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you can do that and you can change any word you want to something else. So when they type, you know, like a common word, it'll say like turd or fart or all the stuff That's like that. That's evil, dude. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Poor mom. Uh, by the way, I don't know whether you guys know this or not. Do you know what today is? Um, today is... National February sixteenth. Is it a national day? Um, I guess. Oh, really? So like one of those dumb ones, like candy? No. <laughs> well, there's actually two different things, but this one that I'm talking about today is it's Mardi Gras. So he's actually Fat Tuesday, right? Yeah. Let's order some shrimp. Who wants some shrimp? I don't know. Somebody may call and yell at me. I know that Mardi Gras is going on, but today is Tuesday, so maybe it is actually Fat Tuesday. Anybody been to uh, New Orleans during Mardi Gras? No, but I've always wanted to. I did, anyways. I went, and I am one of those people that does not really like a bunch of people, and if people tell me how something is so awesome, I'm like, I don't want to do it. I got to tell you. Mardi Gras was a blast. Really? Mardi Gras was a lot of fun, especially when you're young and you're drinking and crazy and doing all that stuff. I went there for literally Fat Tuesday, and it's 
felt like I spent a week there in one day. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like yeah. one of those where you're just up all night partying, having a blast. Emotionally drained by the end. So when I worked in the nightclub, we would shut down uh, the dance side on Monday night because a lot of people weren't coming out Monday night. And we just had the one side open. So it would literally be me, the manager, one doorman, and one bartender in there. That was enough to handle it. If people came in, it was fine. If need be, I could jump behind the bar and help out. We were there, and we stayed open until 4 a.m. Oh, We were there. Nobody came in. And that was an uh, anomaly because people were always, at least you would have on a Monday night, you would have 15, 20 people come in in a night. Nobody came in. And all of our friends went to Mardi Gras because it was only, you know, like a three-hour drive, whatever it is. And we were like, we should, we should go. We should really go. I said, all right, listen. By 2 a.m., if nobody comes in, we're shutting down. We'll go to Walmart, get supplies. We'll cruise over. Awesome. Nobody came in. Shut it down. Went to uh, uh, Walmart, got a bunch of supplies, went over, had no idea where our friends were staying. We had no idea whatsoever. Stopped at a white night inn. It was like the first hotel we saw. And I'm like, we have a bunch of friends, and we think they're here. And he's like, I really can't give out information. And I go, are you sure? Because... We'd really like to find him, and I threw a 20 up on the thing, and he goes, I mean, here's our registry book, so I, I don't know whether they're in there or not. And then he kind of walked away, took the 20 and walked away. So awesome. we looked. They were there. That's First hotel. Awesome. Yeah, it was meant to be. So we totally cop-knocked. <laughs> wake up, wake up, freaking out. Not Don't care about neighbors or anything like that. They woke up all crazy, and we're like, ah! here get up let's go we party it was so much fun man it was a blast it was that's, a good time that's what you do in new orleans you yeah. Like, yeah get up let's go oh yeah totally it's crazy to me to think that that in the time before cell phones you just had to be lucky enough yeah to find your people you yeah know? i'm wondering even if the at that time if i had because cell phones really was like 90 something when did you first have a cell phone i, I first got a nokia phone and 2001? I'd say like 01, 02. Yeah. Is that it? Okay. I mean, yeah. they were around. I remember my, my parents had them, but as far yeah. as every like my friends also having cell phones right. was like around 2001, 2002. Yeah, I remember I had the Motorola flip phone. I remember that. So cool. Yeah. By the way, I was talking to somebody about that the other day, the uh, Nextel. Yeah. That, I love that. Those were, in my opinion, the best cell phone that they had ever created. And that was the best because you could yell stuff to your friends when they were in line <laughs> at the bank or yeah. whatever. Or in class. Yo, check out my dong. And everyone <laughs> yeah, like, look. Yeah. Uh, today is another uh, a big day. Today is national something. It is a food oh. product. Any guesses? National. I'll narrow it down. It's breakfast. It's a breakfast Spam. Thing. Nope. Oh. oh, I love spam. Um, waffles. Very close. Pancakes. Yes. Yes. Today is national pancake day. So if you uh, want to wail on some pancakes, you can do that and say, hey, listen, I'm celebrating. It's National Pancake Day. <laughs> uh, also food, the Shamrock Shake is back at McDonald's ahead of St. Patrick's Day next month. So it's already there. So you can go and get Woo! a Shamrock Shake if you would like to. Yes. Check that out. Uh, so everybody probably saw this because people loved when Tom Brady threw the Lombardi trophy. <laughs> everyone loved that. They're like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Well, not everyone loved it. A woman named Lorraine Grohl, no relation to Dave Grohl, uh, took great issue with Brady tossing the NFL's most coveted hardware from boat to boat during the uh, championship uh, boat parade. Uh, she is the daughter of the silversmith who designed the first Lombardi trophy, uh, even went as far as requesting requesting an apology Ugh. from Tom Brady. Gross. Are you kidding me? Uh, we have her up on uh, Bone TV there. This is what uh, she had to say. This is the daughter of the guy who did the uh, Lombardi trophy. Here we go. And it takes a lot of work, a lot of hard work, um, a lot of hours go into it. It just really upset me that this trophy was disgraced, disgraced and disrespected by being thrown as if it was a real football. I didn't sleep for the past two nights because of this. Oh. I was that upset because I, I know the, the passion that goes into this trophy and how my dad and all, all his fellow silversmiths are so proud to make this. I personally would like an apology, <laughs> not just to me and my family and the other silversmiths, um, but to the, to the fans. 
Shut up. Yeah. Stop it. Get over yourself. Yeah. You're first nobody. Off, first off, here's a few different things. One is everybody loved it. Everybody thought it was so crazy that he threw it. And like we've talked about before, we don't even know if that was the real one. For it could have been a replica. Yeah. And, oh, your dad created it. Oh, oh it's a football trophy. What are we going to do? Make a football? Yeah. Oh, what a creative genius he is. And all the other <laughs> silversmiths that oh. are out there. I don't know how many of those there are. Yeah. But that's ridiculous. Also, GM Jason Light. Uh, he uh, uh, tweeted at back at her with uh, from Stripe saying, settle down, Francis, oh, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was great. Well, a couple of years ago, uh, Gronk took the trophy to the uh, Red Sox game, I believe, and he used it as a baseball bat yeah. and put a dent in the trophy. Like, you can Google what? it. If yeah. you look at the uh, Patriots Super Bowl trophies, one of them has a big dent from a baseball because Gronk used it as a bat. Yeah, which, by the, the way, I also tweeted out, if that lady doesn't like Tom Brady tossing it, wait until she sees what Gronk did with it. Oh because at one point, <laughs> Gronk was laying on the boat and yeah. tried to give himself a Lombardi otomy <laughs> yeah. through the uh, back door. I'm oh still so confused by that so video. Confused. What was he doing? Well, he was he pretending like he was banging the boat <laughs> yeah. and he was getting a trophy in his uh, thing. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I feel bad for this woman though because obviously her father didn't love her enough, and he spent all of his time silversmithing and spent spending time with her. <laughs> yeah, and now she's upset about it. You know why I really feel bad for her? That haircut. Oh, Good dude. grief! This is like Karen Kit one hundred and one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she bought this stuff at Walmart. It's ridiculous. She's an idiot. I <laughs> I hope they don't apologize to her. I hope they make fun of it. I hope they have like some sort of contest who can throw it the furthest for over yeah. water. I got to tell you, when I first saw the video, the little part of me was like, this has to just be her clowning around, and then they're taking it seriously. Like, this is just a dumb video she made. But no, she's definitely serious. Yeah, I don't understand. People want to be famous for any reason. Uh, yeah. Because she's not doing this because her father made the thing. She's doing it to get attention for her. Thanks, And TikTok. she's probably probably going to do a GoFundMe, like, oh, Gorilla Glue sure. Lady. And- <laughs> By the way, there was another Gorilla Glue uh, YouTuber who did that. Oh, and then had to have surgery. And Ugh. You're good. Cut, cut her head off. Yeah. How about cut her head off? Do that. <laughs> uh, so, Spanish, I know you're a huge basketball fan. You'll probably it. know who this is. <laughs> uh, actually, I'll ask uh, Gio or Carmen. They'll know. Yeah. Latrell Sprewell. Oh, yeah. What do you know yes. Latrell Sprewell most for? Any guesses? Basketball. <laughs> Sprewell. Was a basketball player. Is that uh, Space you guys Lee Sprockets? Younger no. Brother? I know the name. Was that the guy that was kind of going crazy and he was like homeless? Um, oh. Or was that somebody else? No. I think that was somebody else, but I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, there Carmen. was an yeah. NBA player that was Well, whenever homeless. I hear Latrell Sprewell, I think of him trying to choke his coach. Remember that? <laughs> no. Yeah. PJ Carlissimo? Yeah. 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 So he tried, they got into an argument. He tried to choke him and it was like, right oh, in the middle boy. of the game, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was crazy. Well, anyways, Latrell made over $100 million during his NBA career, and he actually turned down a three-year deal contract worth $21 million at the end of his career because he said that wasn't enough. He wanted to make more. He said, I got my family to feed and stuff. Well, apparently, he's got some family problems because he just launched a GoFundMe asking for $35,000 for his granddaughter who is fighting cancer. Oh, no. But then he deleted it. Right away. The guy's made over $100 million. He must not have any money left. Yeah. I which, mean, some people are just are not good with money. No, but that's hard to lose $100 million. For real. But yeah, so I guess he was asking, doing a GoFundMe, and then he deleted and Aww. stuff, uh, $35,000. Yeah, it's sad that his granddaughter, obviously, fighting cancer and yeah. that, but, uh, you know, it's just kind of ironic that he was like, $21 million? That's nah. not enough. Oh, mm. really could use that now, yeah. though. <laughs> oh, now he wants to choke that coach. <laughs> So bad. That's such a funny video. Uh, so there is a uh, uh, fan petition that's got started to rehire Gina Carano for the Mandalorian. Okay, yeah. Right. So if you want to sign that, or you can sign Spanish's one for her to do OnlyFans. <laughs> I really hope that happens. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Britney Spears. There is another Britney Spears documentary in the works. This time it's at Netflix. So they had the one, I believe it was the New York Times that did it. It's on uh, Hulu where you can watch that. And it's pretty interesting. And I actually feel bad for Britney. It's it's a weird thing because if you don't know, her father is in control of everything now. He has a conservatorship, which is usually for somebody who can't make decisions on their own, can't Older. do anything. But it's weird because she seems competent and was doing stuff and had a residency in Vegas that was huge. Yeah. All the stuff that was going on. And she was making all the decisions, yet they weren't letting her 
make the decisions with her money and stuff. And she was making a million dollars a week at that oh residency. My God. Yeah, they said each show was like three hundred thousand dollars wow. per show that she was bringing in. Yeah, but now he is actually getting some of that money that she's bringing in. He gets a percentage of it. And it's like all this weird stuff because he wasn't really in her life. Like he wasn't involved in stuff until now. Mm. And he was like doing construction. Then he tried to buy a boat place that went under and all this stuff. Yeah, it's very weird. But if you watch that on Hulu, it's pretty interesting. and You feel bad for Britney Spears. Uh, but then also there's a new one coming out on uh, Netflix that they're working on. Really, the best documentary of Britney Spears that I've ever seen is on her Instagram. No. And you can just follow along because some days she seems super with it and sexy. And some days it really looks like someone just hit her in the head with a frying pan. Well, and she's just they, on video. They touch into that because there were a couple of girls that actually started a podcast yes. based on oh, her really? Instagram. By, by the way, what about those two? Losers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I they, mean, anybody that's going out there and free Britney and stuff, you've got something going on in your life. But those two at the podcast, ugh. right? Because that's all they do. I'm sure they have regular jobs, but that's all their podcast is about is right. about Britney Spears Instagram. And it's one of those things. If you're looking for something, you'll find something. Yeah. But there's a lot of just weird connections from her videos. The, weir- the weirdest thing I think out of everything is whenever she shaved her head, that's like a problem. Like that's yeah. you know you're you have a problem going on. You shave your head like in a manic state and shaved your head also the way she is uh receding with her talk she's doing baby talk yeah right. all the time because there's like interviews with her where she's like i'm britney spears and she has a little bit of a southern accent she's from louisiana but now she's like if y'all don't know this is how i'm doing. and it's like she's talking she's a kid talking to kids you know what I mean? Like, it's really weird. Do they say why? Or they no. Think, no. Who knows? Probably one cuckoo. Seems like it. Carmen, would any good connections from the videos, or is it like conspiracy type stuff? I mean, it's just one of those things, like hidden messages yeah, in her captions and stuff where they just kind there's of. There's like a picture in the background, and they're like, that picture has a guy with a green hat. No, but she, like, she had like a picture of a wall. It was like a brick wall with like a bricks window. missing, window thing, whatever. And she's like, there's always a way to break through, and, you know, all this stuff. Gotcha. And like, like Carmen said, they say in the documentary if you're looking for it you could find stuff in there but it's weird it's it just seems like you know she should have her money back and she should be able to she should have control of her own life agreed much like you should be able to order as many appetizers or sides as you want (laughs) god damn it nope nope nope. Uh, carmen now i know you know you and i talk about it a lot how you are a huge fan of iced earth yeah i will play a little bit for you (laughs) oh damn it i didn't want i want to i want to have your one i love them Come on, why are these all the lame ones? Give me something. Are you serious? I gotta be honest with you. There you go. Alright, I don't like these ones. It's funny because I never really listened to Ice Earth, so I didn't know. I knew that they were a metal band, but all that other stuff was all creepy acoustic stuff. Well, anyways, two members of Ice Earth have actually quit the band because the founding member, John Schaefer, took part in the uh, January 6th Capitol riot. He oh, went and did man. that. I remember him getting arrested for that, and they showed him, and I'm like, oh, Ice Earth. Oh, boy. So these guys quit the band. So sorry, Carmen. You know, um, to add on to everything else that's going on, Ice Earth doesn't look like they're doing very well. Oh, darn it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. For, looking forward yeah. to their tour. Good luck on your future endeavors. <laughs> uh, finally in news, uh, here are 10 examples of actors who auditioned for one part, but then ended up playing an entirely different character. I love this. I yeah. love to find out who auditioned for something. So we know, of course, Batista is Drax from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Who actually auditioned for that? Somebody else who wound up becoming another superhero. Any guesses? Uh, yeah, I feel like uh, the Chris. There's no way Chris Evans, right? No, was well, not Chris Evans. Well, not according to this. This was a different one. It, Gio, I it, know you love this stuff. It's somebody who's who's in there anyways, but up another character. Uh, they were in together in uh, the. Uh, what is that one where they all come together? Avengers. Avengers Endgame or Endgame. whatever. Yeah, they were all in that together. This guy and Drax. He wound up not playing Drax. He played another superhero. And I will tell you, he's actually dead now, the actor. Oh, Chadwick Boseman? Chadwick Boseman. Really? Yeah, auditioned to play Drax. Then, of course, wound up being Black Panther. 
He's yeah. a way better Black Panther. Well, I mean, and that's a you know bigger role. That's yeah. the, he was the star of that movie. Batista is the perfect Drax. Uh, so Tom Hiddleston, who uh, played Loki, who is the brother of Thor, actually went in to audition for Thor. And then they're like, yeah, you're not uh, Thor, but you can be Loki. You you're be not Loki. big enough for Thor. Well, also, whenever you see Hemsworth, you're like, Perfect. that's Thor. Yeah. You know, who doesn't know that's Thor? So dreamy. Uh, Liam Hemsworth was uh, up for the part of PETA in uh, Hunger Games. That's right. Yeah, he was up there, but then he wound up playing Gale. Which is a much before. better character because uh, from the books, PETA's like a small little guy, which is who they got. Uh, so I know you guys like the Harry Potter stuff. Tom Felton, he auditioned for both Harry and Ron in the Harry Potter movies, but they gave him Draco yeah. Malfoy <laughs> instead. He's also a perfect bad guy. Uh, Kristen Bell and, as John Travolta likes to call her, Mazina Mazzina Mazzelli, both auditioned to play Rapunzel in Tangled before they wound up being cast as Anna and Elsa from Frozen. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen that Tangled movie? It's one of the better animated ones. I no. know you probably, I don't know if you watched it with your son, but it's, it's pretty good. No. First off. How old is he? Yeah. He, he's 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know and what that, he's When did Tangled come out? Oh, Last no, year? It, no, it, no, no, no. Tangled no. came out a long time ago. Early, yeah. mid-2000s, maybe? 2010. Okay, yeah. so that's not that crazy. Yeah. He would have been. Why would you watch it? Been I would, nine. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. yeah. That's a And I was in my Father-son bonding with <laughs> yeah. uh, Tangled. Tangled. Uh, Gio, just because no. you hate your kids doesn't mean everybody else does. Right. Now, listen, I, look, my, me and my son weren't, you know, we didn't really, weren't big fans of the Disney princesses. Maybe no. we watched it when uh, my son was still a baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lindsay Lohan and Rachel McAdams both auditioned for each other's parts in Mean Girls. That was, they're perfect yep. right where they're at, yeah. It's, what's the word? Fetch. Fetch. Yeah, that's so that's fetch. Like, damn it. Uh, the director of Napoleon Dynamite originally wanted John Heater uh, to play Randy the bully instead of playing Napoleon Dynamite. What? That yeah. would have been weird. Him as a bully? Yeah. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Some of these. Uh, uh, some of the other ones. I don't really know. Um, throw them out there. We might know them. Uh, you may know this one. Jackson Rathbone almost landed the part as Edward in the Twilight movies. Who is Jackson Rathbone? Who is Jackson? Oh, is that the one? Is He's... that the guy who is the one who accused uh, Kevin? He, uh... he plays somebody else in Twilight. He plays yeah. the big... Uh, uh, not... not uh... He plays one of the other vampires. The right. dude that's uh, with Ashley Green, I think. Yeah, just one of oh, the brothers. I see. I don't the know. The skinny who, guy, yeah. I don't know who the hell he is. I thought he was this other guy. The one who accused Kevin Spacey. Of doing Wasn't stuff? his last name Rathbone? I don't know. Something like that. But yeah, so that guy was supposed to play. <laughs> I always love finding out who was supposed to play parts and then who got it. And Especially when they're in the same movie together and you watch it and you're like, that would have been so weird. weird. It's a lot like uh, the little things that's on uh, yeah. HBO Max right now. I said I thought Jared Leto would have been better as the cop I and then had uh, Remy Malik as the bad guy or alleged bad guy. Yeah. You'll see whenever you see the movie. Yeah. I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> But uh, Spanish says that Denzel Washington kid's going to be pretty good. I hope he makes it. He's all right. Uh, That is it for news. Let's go ahead and take a break. We will come back with Dominic Ferriello. He is our attorney. He is your attorney. And guess what? You're getting some free legal advice from him. So if you have something going on that you're like, I don't know what I should do, talk to Dom. He will tell you whether you need a lawyer, whether you don't need a lawyer, and give you advice. Maybe you got bad advice from somebody else. Get good advice from Dom. Uh, The phone number, if you want to get in right now, 727 579 